What is good, y'all? It's your boy Biggie Smarts back at you with another episode of the Biggie Smarts Show. In today's episode, we're going to talk about me, uh, what's been going on with me, why it's been taking so long to get another pot out, why I seem to drop off social media. We're going to get into all that. Of course, we're going to talk about Kobe, and we'll have some sneaker talk as usual. So keep it locked. <laughs> Guys, I know I say it at the beginning and the end of every single episode, but please go follow me on social media. My handle is at Biggie S'mores. That's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. Please go follow me. Uh, Give me feedback on the podcast, man. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. Give me suggestions. Everything helps. Every little bit helps. I'm doing this for the people, man. So let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't. Let me know if you want to be on an episode. I might let you come on. I don't know. You guys, thank you for always listening. Thank you for always supporting. Thank you for the people that do give me feedback. I truly, truly appreciate it. It means the world to me. Thank you so much, guys. Now back to the pod. So here's what's been going on. My dad had a minor heart attack that turned out to be not so minor, and I've spent a lot of time at the hospital with him. He had to have open heart surgery, and we got a long road of recovery ahead of us. Um, I've been having a hard time with it all. We went from minor heart attack last Thursday to you're lucky that you're even able to make it into the hospital on Friday night. The whole right side of his heart was blocked in 98% of the left side. They were going to do surgery that Friday night, except during the return to his um, room after his cath lab, some of the lines of communication got crossed and he had started to eat. Uh, the surgery made it seem like he was on his deathbed and there wasn't much chance of pulling through. Um, and I get that. It's easier for him to tell us that the worst outcome and have it come out better, um, than it would be if he told us the opposite. Uh, so going into surgery on Saturday morning, I'd been preparing myself to lose my dad. Uh, not that that's what I wanted or anything like that, um. I simply just needed to have myself ready to be there for everybody else. Um, So when I gave my dad um, a hug and kiss right before he went down for surgery, I I thought for sure it was the last time I was going to be able to... um, So I've been stuck with this, um, let down probably isn't the right term, but that's how I'm going to describe it. And like, it's not, obviously it's not that I didn't want him to make it through. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm happy as hell that I get to spend more time with my dad and I'm happy as hell that my kids get to spend more time with their bunt. 
That's what they call them. Um, I, I, I feel guilty that I basically wrote them off and, um, it's just, it's, it's been tough. Um, you know, like I, I hate being at the hospital and it gives me anxiety seeing all the wires and tubes and everything attached to him. Um, it's really similar to how I felt when Damien, my youngest son, was in the NICU. Um, I feel guilty when I'm not there with him. At the same time, I have this urge to just leave and be alone and uh, think. And when I do get away and I am alone, I... I just feel like I'm so alone. Um, and then, like, mentally, like, once again, it's, like, the same thing it was when Damien was in the NICU. Um, I'm just constantly in the back of my head. I'm just thinking, you know, what if, and I guess not even necessarily what if, but... I'm basically, I'm living in this state of fear that something's gonna go wrong, and, you know, we're not in the clear yet, so it makes it tough, um, which, once again, it's really similar to when Damien was in the NICU, um, I literally had nightmares every single night, um, that something was went wrong, and we were going to lose him, and, um, I'm, I'm just having the same similar thoughts with my old man, uh, I keep thinking about, you know, he's going to go into cardiac arrest out of nowhere, um, and now just understand, like, for my friends and family that are listening, like, understand that this, this isn't from me feeling like I don't have anybody. Um, I have the best support group. I have the best friends and family. Um, my wife is the greatest. And I've been able to talk with her about everything. Um, and I have amazing friends who have called and texted me every day throughout of all of it, you know, for this last week now. Um, I don't necessarily know where that feeling of loneliness that I have um, is really coming from. Um, but it's been really, it's been really hard to work through. Um, it's been hard to put a podcast together. Um, I've had a really hard time, like, focusing on, on sneakers even, um, I haven't even really even wanted to talk about the Super Bowl, um, and I'm not sure if, you know, all of that would be quite as bad if it wasn't for the shock of Sunday, and 
um, losing Kobe Bryant and all that, which hit me in a, a, a really, really weird way, in a, you know, and I know a lot of people have been saying this, um, but Kobe dying hit me harder than the law than any loss of a person that I don't personally know um and it's just it's it's been it's been a really really weird week um mentally for me um but that's okay um I can see uh, my vulnerability and, you know, by me putting that out there, um, and I'm trying to lean on everybody, um, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to not let that loneliness and depression win over, um, and I mean, I know my dad's gonna get through it, I know my dad's gonna be okay, um, and, you know, I know that once we get through all this, um, you know, he's going to be able to throw the kids around, play with the kids, do all that type of stuff. And I know that, you know, I'm going to pull through whatever I'm going through right now, too. Um, but I've always been, I've always tried to be very, uh, transparent when it came to this show and let you guys kind of have a glimpse into my life and you know I've been very open and honest and um, I hope you guys appreciate that it's not always the easiest thing to do but considering I'm that guy that you know I genuinely want people to be happy um, I want you to be happy with your life, and I want you to do what's going to make you happy. Um, and at the end of every podcast, I talk about how if you're struggling, you, you need to reach out and things like that. So I feel like it would be unfair and wrong of me to not... Um, explain to you guys that situation that I have going on. Um, I know that it's got to be really weird because you consider, you know, early last week, um, I was posting multiple, multiple things on all of my social media every day, um, and all that, and then all of a sudden there was nothing, um, so I just, like I said, I, just, I wanted to address all that with you guys, um, let you know what's going on. Uh, I'm going to talk briefly about Kobe here for a minute. I, you know, like I said, with everything else going on, I, I haven't had the energy to really put my thoughts together about, about him or his legacy, really. But I'm going to talk a little bit about it, and then hopefully in the next podcast I'll... I'll have some something together for it. Um, but 
Let's stay positive. Let's pick ourselves back up from this right now, man. Let's keep it moving. So by now we've all uh, heard about the passing of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and the seven other people in the helicopter crash on Sunday. Terrible, terrible, tragic thing. Um, I do want to start out by saying that um, I don't have the names of the other people in front of me. But no matter what, this is still tragic. Um, but of course... I don't understand the outrage with people that want to sit there and get mad that Kobe Bryant's the one that's being talked about. Of course he is. He's the most famous person that was there. I'm not saying that Kobe's life life mattered more than those people's, but Kobe had more of an impact on my life than any of those other people. And that's where I think... You know, people misconstrue that as disrespect. And it's not. It really isn't. Um, To me, the fact that... um, And I'm still wrapping my head around all this. The fact that... Kobe's gone is... Such a huge, huge thing. And you sit there and you think about his family. Um, You know, Vanessa lost, is going through probably the worst pain you can imagine in losing a child. And she lost her husband at the same time. I mean... That's terrible, and, you know, um, once again, I'm sorry, I don't have the list of names in front of me or anything like that, but there was the two parents and the daughter who left behind two other daughters. I mean, it is a tragedy all around. Um, And I I just want to reiterate that I don't think... You know, nobody nobody's thinks that Kobe's life mattered more than any of those people. But Kobe's the one that we know. You know, I may not have, you know, known Kobe Bryant personally. Um, with the, I feel like, hundreds of Slam Magazine articles I read about Kobe and... The hundreds of things I'd seen on Sports Center and all that, I feel like I know him. And you think about how great of a basketball player he was. And those type of things are what makes it difficult. Um, obviously, I'm a Midwest guy. I didn't see as many of his games as, you know. West Coast fans would have, um, but believe me, that that doesn't take anything away. I know how great Kobe was. Kobe was, Kobe is one of the 
two guys you could compare to MJ since MJ retired. Um, Kobe's legacy will live long beyond him. Um, I don't want to get too much into Kobe, though. Um, I want to put something together for the next podcast. Just with everything going on, I haven't had time. Um, um, I I want to get into the sneaker side of it all too. I mean, the guy had successful successful signature lines for two different brands. Um, very few people can say that. Um, but I, like I said, I, I do want to get into the sneaker side. I do want to get into his basketball legacy and my thoughts and feelings on all that. But I'm, I'm going to save most of that for another podcast here. But I definitely did need to address and mention Kobe and Gigi and the other seven people. Um, it's a horrible loss, but he has a legacy that is left behind, and like I said, he'll live long, long beyond any of us. Visit MidwesternGentlemen.com to discover what it means to live the Great Lakes good life. Whether it's diving into the Detroit hip-hop scene, profiling up-and-coming distilleries, or just sharing stories of artists throughout the Great Lakes area, MidwesternGentlemen.com brings it all to life for you. Visit the .com and search for them on your favorite social media platform. Midwestern Gentlemen, live the Great Lakes good life. So with sneaker talk, I didn't really have a ton of time to prepare. Um, I'm going to kind of go off the top of the dome here. Uh, so just kind of ride with me. We'll talk like some old buddies. Uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about is uh, the... Jo- oh. Sorry, this is the dumbest name I've ever heard for a shoe. Um, the Air Jordan 11 Low White Bread. Seriously. Y'all couldn't come up with something better than white bread? Really? If you're gonna go off... Why the fuck are we not just calling... Sorry, sorry, Mom. Why are we not just calling this the Chicago 11... If we have to have a nickname, which we don't have to have a nickname for every single shoe, but if we're going to have a nickname, why are we just not calling it the Chicago 11? So, this shoe here, uh, obviously Low Top Jordan 11, it's not the IE, it's the regular Low Top 11, um, has a white upper with the black mud guard, uh, black lining, um, got the little black jumpman on the back, and then a white midsole, and that red translucent outsole. I'm sorry, I can't get over the fact that they want to call this the white bread. Like, oh, 
anyway, um, it's actually, in my opinion, it's a good-looking shoe, um, and I like it. Um, but I just I can't get over the nickname. That's where I'm struggling. Like, literally, it makes me not want to buy the shoe because we're calling it white bread. Um, regardless of that, we're looking, and uh, they hire is a April twenty fifth, uh, April uh, April twenty fifth release date. Retails looking at one eighty five. I don't think I can make myself pay one hundred eighty five bucks for a shoe called the White Bread. Um. Is it? Y'all just taking it too far. Just taking it too far. Um, there is another triple white Air Jordan 1. These aren't really triple white, though. Um, well, I guess they are. Um, obviously, if it's triple white, it's an all-white upper. But, like, the heel area and the swoosh have a white patent leather on them. So it almost looks more like an off-white. Um, still, clean shoe. I mean, you can't really go wrong with Jordan 10s at, um, 110 bucks, you know? There's no official release date on it. These are a women's shoe, too, by the way. Um, but, I mean, just real... You can't go wrong with a white Jordan 1 like that. Um, and to be honest, I know sneakerheads don't like uh, mid Air Jordan 1 mids. I don't give a shit. If it's a good-looking shoe, it's a good-looking shoe. Don't matter if it's a mid or an OG, OG dude. That ain't OG anyway. Stop saying it's OG if it ain't OG. Um, looks like we got a 3M six rings coming out. Um, I'm not a big fan of this. So it literally it says Jordan six rings with the whole entire upper is made of th uh, 3M reflective. Um, black midsole. And then, like, black accents. Uh, like, the spoiler on the back is black. Um, the uh, line, uh, lining is black on them. They got black laces and stuff. Um, I'm not feeling these at all. Um, is no release date on them. Retail's 170 Like I said, I'm literally, like, going through all this off the top of my head. You are literally getting my reaction on a lot of these shoes. Um, if it's something I want to talk about as I'm scrolling through Kicks on Fire here, like, I'm stopping and talking about them. Um, the Air Vapor Max 360. This is a dope shoe to me. I'm a, like, I always really, really liked the Air Max 360s back in the day. So, like, I think this is real, real dope. Um, I really like them. It's it's the upper from the Air Max 360 with a Vapor Max outsole. Um, 
dope shoe. Retails two twenty on them. Um, once again, there's no official release date. We got the Kyrie Six Oracle Aqua releasing. I actually really, really like these joints, and it's not for, uh, not for, uh, I guess a typical reason. Um, I like them because they have this Oracle Aqua upper. Um, they've got a black swoosh on them. The the midsole, midsole and outsole look like they're the same color as the upper. Actually, I guess the the outsole's a little bit lighter. Um, but then the sh the strap on them has like a uh leopard print. Oh, it looks like one has a leopard print. The other one has, like, a tiger print. Um, but they remind me of Fred Flintstone, and that's why I like them. Uh, these are dropping February 1st for 130 bucks. That ain't bad. The Kyrie lines fire, um, for the most part. Um... Really, like, good design in it. You can tell that he's a dude that um, really cares about his sneakers. Um, and that that means a lot. Um, oh, this is the six rings I really wanted to talk about. They have a Jordan 6 uh, six rings that's releasing in the Jordan 11 DMP colorway. I think I just said Jordan 6, 6 rings. Y'all know what I'm saying, though. Um, so, white upper, um, black mud guard on it, uh, white midsole with the translucent outsole, um, and then all of the accents, like the Jumpmans, um, the air on the back, the Jumpman on the tongue, the 2-3 on the tongue, all that are in gold. I... Love this shoe. I think this shoe is dope. Um, you can actually buy it right now for 170 bucks. I really, really like this shoe. Um, a lot of people just want to hate on six rings, hate on hybrids for you know no real reason. This is another shoe that I really want to talk about though. The Air Jordan 3 UNC, this is like a must, must cop. Like, um, release date's going to be March 7th, price is $190. So, the Air Jordan 3 UNC is just like the uh, Jordan 3 UNCP that uh, came out that obviously was... It was a PE, so only UNC athletes got them. Um, same color blocking, everything. The only difference with them is they ha instead of having the UNC logo on the tongue, they have a regular Jumpman, but that Jumpman is kind of 
the gentleman is embroidered and it's like uh it's got the puff stitch like how you know baseball hats have or i should say most most uh like fitted and snapbacks and stuff that have like the puff letters um that's how the gentleman is on the tongue the shoe is so 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 dope um I definitely need to get my hands on a pair of these. Um, and, like, tell me how you guys feel about, you know, Jordan Brand doing things like that where they're, um, where they're taking, um, taking, like, PE versions of sneakers and kind of changing them up just a little bit and then doing general releases with them. For me, like, it's the same as anything else. Like, for me, it all depends on the model. But let me know what you guys think. Um, the next the next thing I want to talk about, I know I talked briefly about in the last podcast. I mentioned it. Uh, the Jordan 10 Super Bowl. Um, I have really mixed emotions about this shoe. I don't re- I don't really like it necessarily, but at the same time, um, it would go perfectly with this uh, with this fundraiser jacket that my company, the company I work for, um, had put out. Um, so it's a very very like Miami Vice kind of feel. Um, the canvas or the I'm sorry the upper is canvas um and then it has like a like a palm tree like palm tree leaf like print and all sorts of like light floral colors um and like a teal like there's like a teal a pink and then like a kind of light navy blue um the lining on them is like a hot pink color and then the heel tab on the back is like that teal aqua whatever you want to call it thing is i don't see an official like um i don't see an official colorway on here or anything like that uh and then to kind of top it off um they have a gum outsole so the outsole is gum and then like the stripes you know where it has all mj's accomplishments um those are like hot pink and then the gentleman on the bottom is that teal color like i said i don't necessarily know how i feel about them i'm pretty indifferent if i could scoop them for cheap i'd probably do it um but we like i said we kind of ran through we ran through sneakers off the top of my head. Um, hold on. Before I go, there's one other thing that I got to talk about. And I'm literally just going to read this straight from Kicks on Fire for you. Um, it says, this exclusive Air Jordan 1 High UNCPE is another variation of the iconic silhouette which pays homage to Michael Jordan's alma mater. Unlike recent iterations, the... Pr- this particular player exclusive is composed of premium premium materials such as croc skin, 
hairy suede and pebbled leather. Overall, this model is draped in the UNC signature team colors alongside other details like the UNC logo printed on the tongue. Unfortunately, this Air Jordan 1 UNC PE won't be available to the public. You know we're going to find a way to get our hands on them. You know there's going to be players that are going to be selling them. Um, these things are fire. Absolute fire. And the fact that they that JB actually made these is what's crazy to me because they look something that the, the shoe surgeon Jay Goods uh, would have put together. Um, and the photos are actually from Mr. Unloved Ones. So shout out to him. Go follow him on IG. That is a very, very solid follow. Um, but that is gonna kind of, kind of wrap it up here with the with the sneaker talk. Thanks for rolling with me. Um, let me know if you like that format where I'm giving you my instant reaction right away and stuff too. Um, we all know, man. I'm just trying to make this thing better. So, um, anyway, let's wrap it up. Well, I guess that's it for this week's podcast. Um, thank you guys for listening, as always. Go follow me on social media. My handle is at Biggie S'mores. That's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. And you can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter there. Also, go follow, uh, like my page on social on Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash the Biggie S'mores show. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for letting me pour my heart out to you. Um, thank you to all of my friends and family that have been reaching out, that have uh, kept my father in their thoughts and prayers. Um, we're going to get through this. Um, thank you to my wonderful, amazing, beautiful my whole world, my wife, you are the best, Amy Lou. Um, thank, as always, though, thank you guys for listening. And remember that if you need help, reach out. Remember, if you need help, reach out. I don't care if you send me a message. I'll respond. Um, the world's a better place with you. Just remember that. Um, I'm going to kind of keep this short and sweet. Um, I love you guys. Subscribe to the podcast. So you know every single time I put a new one out. Like. Uh, share my podcast for all your friends. If you share it with one friend, even even just one friend, that'll be amazing. Um, leave me a review if you want. I would definitely, definitely appreciate it. Um, thank you guys for everything. I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a great night. Take care. I love y'all. Peace and much love to you.